Yo, 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 yo. That's four yo's. That's four one. That's the season off to a banging start. Three points in the bag. Kwabna said we're going to win the league. It's the Shelfside Podcast. How you doing, gentlemen? Actually, sorry, bro. How are you doing, my brother, Kwabna? How are you doing? How's the family? You good? <laughs> yeah, just put you straight on him because last week was a mazza. We can't do 15 minutes like last week. You know, yeah, yeah. Everyone's everyone's good. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for asking. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's good, nice. Good. It's nice to feel seen. It's nice to feel okay. seen. Yeah. You're always seen. You're always heard. Yeah. No, just man, just know man. that. I just want you to make sure you know and understand that you're seen and heard in the Shelfside podcast. Yeah. Oh my. Lero, how you doing, brother? Yeah, man. All good. I'm all the way good. This week, all the way good. Not half the way good. good. Not half, not half. Okay. All the way good. That's 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 good. Guys, this is episode 108. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. So we move. (laughs) No. No indecision. 108. All right, you can see it, bro. And we move. Cool. Guys, we've won. Opening game. Season. James Ward Prowse hit us with a little little volley into the ground. And 1-0 down at home, opening day bubble burst. But the boys came back and you know what? did what they had to do. You know when someone hits the ball into the ground, yeah? And it makes it difficult for the keeper mm. and it pops up. And they always go, oh, yeah, great technique. Every time someone scores a goal, they say, great technique. Like, excuse my friend, when I see that, I feel like it looks shit. I feel like it looks so shit. <laughs> I feel like it, like... It, it, I know it, what you mean. Do you know what I mean? It feels it's like... It's like a those, basic. It looks yeah, like... It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you're playing table tennis and someone just, like, clips the end of the table... Yeah, you know I mean, like just lifts it just over the net, like. But I like that though. Oh. I like when they clip the end of the table. I always used to try and do that. Did he mean to do that? Ball. Did he actually mean to what? do that? Yeah, I think he did. I think Ward Price did. Yeah, I, I think, think. I think when you hit it into the ground, you know it's going to cause trouble. Like I know that's what because it's hard, right? Because by that point, it's just like a, it's a close thing you can get to a deflection. Like you put the keeper like kind of like off balance because the ball comes in doesn't know how they, make, bounce. They, make the, they make the dive because the shots come on, on goal but then when it bounces mm. by the time it bounces you're already in the air so by the time it gets to the goal you're on the floor again and it's up so it's, it's, it's genius on paper but I just it just feels like it feels wrong man I feel like I, feel like I can't really celebrate it it just feels like ah but if it was one of my boys scoring I'd be, I'd be there bro I'd be there I'd be there I just think that so technically, from the distance that he was, that was so technically difficult that if he actually meant to do that in the fashion that he did and it hit the net at the height that he truly believed it was going to hit, then, mate, he's an amazing player. So, yeah, that's what I thought you meant in terms of where it ended up. I don't think he meant it it to end up there, but I think it's kind of one of those ones, as Kovner said, if you hit into the ground, it's going to be problematic because of the goalkeeper can only react once the ball bounces. But you've got to come across. So then he dived rather than coming across. And yeah, he was going down as the ball was going up. Um, I think there were two last weekend, volleys into the ground that both scored. So it's a common thing now. I think rather than take on the full volley, hit into the ground, you're hitting the target typically rather than blazing over. Percentages are higher, I guess. Yeah, I mean... you know, it is a smart thing to do, and I think it's just a preference thing. It's not me personally. When I see it, I'm just like, meh, are you legit, though? I mean, it is, but it just feels... It is James Ward-Prowse. We have to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, no, of course. He's one bro, of the he, most he, technically he, gifted players He meant to do it. He meant to do it, 100%. He meant to do it. There's no doubt about it. I just don't like the way it's, like, referred to, like, this, you know, technique and brilliance. It's, 
I mean, it is, but. Is it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't know what I'm talking about. It feels a bit, feels a bit discount. Do you know what I mean? Feels a bit cheap. It does feel a bit cheap. It does feel a bit but cheap. But if you bang that in, yeah, straight like an arrow, top corner. Yeah? Like, yeah. amazing like technique. If I even respond to that, Lira, I'm going to lose credibility. I'm going to yeah, lose credibility. Like, like, I'm not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? I guess the way to look at it, Kwabna, because I guess what you're saying is, if he hits that from where he is and it bangs top bins, mm. it's contender for goal of the season. Yeah. Is that going to be contender for goal of the season? The answer is no. Technically, it should be. Te- technically, it should be, but Why? will it? Why? Because it, it doesn't look. It doesn't look it should, sexy. It shouldn't even. Te- it, should, it shouldn't even technically be. It shouldn't even. That's technically mu- be. That, te- that shot is much harder from the distance that he was. It's much harder to score that than to sky it. Because if you make it bounce too early, it goes too high and it's over. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Bats too close to the goalkeeper and he's got a chance of getting to it. You know, like... You're grabbing it. Yeah, he, he was banging in the place, in the area, the technical area that it needed to be, that Lloris couldn't do anything about it. Anyway, bun, So bun, we're saying, bun, we're saying bun, it's bun got a guy. special goal. Bun, bun, bun <laughs> no, my guy no. and, his, and his golf celebration. Uh, no, precision, precision. No, 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 but, no. okay, so it took, it took a technically fantastic finish. Fantastic, relax, man. Relax. <laughs> Hey, Kwabna's giving him hey, no credit whatsoever. Listen, it was a good, it was a good goal. Do you know what I'll give it? Smart finish. Say that. Let's say smart finish. <laughs> Let's say fantastic, bro. Let's say fantastic. You just calm down, bro. Adjectives, calm down. man. No, no, no. I went no, to no. school, innit? No, I said I went to school. <laughs> bro, this is not, this is not, this is not something in spelling bee, bro. No, you don't get any points here for Soros, bro. That, that was like, cool. <laughs> cool. But um, on the whole, lineup was what we expected right That's was it though mind. really what, what, what did you expected? you weren't expecting a, a sly little debutant Perisic on the left nah. maybe or Longley nah, nah, Perisic did you think Davies was fit did you think Davies was fit enough yeah only because only because shortly before the game it came out that he was going to play so I think I think yeah maybe Longley I thought maybe might get a nod but then enough time before the game started it came out that Davis was going to play. So, um, I think I always thought that Perisic would start on the bench purely because he was also injured coming to games. I knew him and Dodge yeah. were going to start. And I was okay because Real finished the season fairly strongly. You know, people thought that it was all going to go to crap once he, um, once Dodge got injured. But my guy steps in admirably. So, my know, guy is your yeah, guy now, my yeah? Guy, that's my wing. That's my wing. Back. <laughs> that's my wing. Lero, because you, yeah. you're not on Twitter, you're missing out on the Kwabna. Bro, and the mixtapes, the Royal mixtapes right that's now. That's my win yeah. back, bro. Okay. 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 So, yeah, so Kwabna's claimed Royal, right? Yeah, that's Listeners, my guy, remember. That's my guy, bro. Game one, he's claimed Royal. Okay, keep moving. So you're saying. No, no, anything to me for claiming Royal because at the end of the day, we've claimed this whole team, bro. And we will be, we will be pretty much worse. So, um, <laughs> I've got no fear. But yeah, so I was pretty much, um, I, was, I was pretty confident that I was going to be the team. Um, and I think now it's like the new signings haven't really given him a reason yet. Like they haven't played yet. They haven't given him reason to lodge anyone in that team who finished the the season. Like there's no reason to do that. So the the way we set up was fine. Um, I don't know if you guys saw any difference in the way we played. I mean, I felt like I saw a couple of things that were a little bit different. But I wanted to know if you guys saw anything different. Um, Not gone gone error. I just, other than the fullbacks pushing higher and him constantly being on, because I was watching the uh, Conte cam 
and he was constantly on um, Sessignon to push up. So even when it was a defensive situation, it's like he'd managed, like, OK, no, we've got this covered, be the outlet, you know? And uh, so I think, whereas before, sometimes he would allow us to dro drop back into the five, but I think he was like, no, this is a game we can win and we can defend with that three or four, if it, you know, lopsided. Um, so, yeah, Sessignong, you're the outlet. So I think, uh, whereas other games, I feel like he would have allowed Sessignong to drop back into the five. Yeah, and I don't know if it's um, him allowing Session to drop back or Session by default dropping back because he wasn't fit enough, strong enough or sure enough. Because the reason I say that is you're bang on. Session was high and obviously that's the way Conte wants to play because he's got Perisic as the other um, left-sided fullback or wing-back. And we know Perisic is a winger, plays as a winger. So... In order for the continuity, then Sessegnon has to play the same way Perisic is going to play. Yeah. And he was a lot higher. Yeah. And to Sessegnon's credit, he looks a lot stronger and a lot fitter. Yeah. And we saw that in pre-season and some of the pictures. And hopefully that bodes well because I know that was one of your um, bugbearers with um, Sessegnon, that he was Mr. Glass. Yeah. Um, so definitely fullbacks were higher. The other thing I noticed, um, not in terms of when we were in possession, but out of possession... We pressed so high. So we looked so good and Southampton looked poor because we won the ball back so high repeatedly and broke down a lot of their opportunities to come out early. And that meant we were in total control of the game after the first smart finished goal. That's you know what's what funny? I noticed the two things. Yeah. I, I think about this, this high press thing. It was interesting that we went high press against a really good pressing team like Southampton I know like have their up and down games right but one thing that is consistent is that they press really well they do press really well now yes. they gave us a lot of trouble last season didn't they beat us twice uh, once I think it was they drew once and then we, we drew once and then, yeah, drew. And then they yeah. beat us 3-2 yeah so yeah. They, they they were like a high 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 press and it caused us issues now, for us to go high-pressing against them, I just thought it was quite surprising, but it worked. Mm. And we turned over the ball in like very dangerous spaces and the overload from centre-backs and stuff, like the defence, like turning this over was, was like the impact they made early doors. You know, Cessignon scoring the equaliser, Dyer scoring on paper, I guess, the winner. Like that overload was really evident really quickly. And the patterns of play that we've like craved for so long I don't necessarily feel like they were there but I felt like there was a structure there was a structure on, on, on occasion we played some nice Conte ball on occasion so, so this, I think so you brought up now is this Conte ball because <laughs> look every every team like a manager comes in right they take time to build up their philosophy and their understanding and really drill in what they want from their players and then you're given the opportunity to say, this is what the archetypal thing looks like. I mean, we've seen it happen with, you know, I remember when um, when uh, Redknapp came and we drew with Arsenal 4 all. That felt like Harry Redknapp, like football, right? We came out, we attacked, it was vibes, you know what I mean? Like, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we were like 3-1 down, we came back to draw 4-4, four, four, but it was like, you know, everyone was getting on the act, right? And then for, for a lot of people, they said, you know, when, um, when uh, Pochettino, when he played Everton 
and we beat them. I think we beat them two one or two nil or two one. I can't remember. And the away like, game. Yeah, and then I was like, "This is mm-hmm. this is it. This is what he wants from the team." Now there were probably a couple of false dawns. Probably like the the most poignant one to me was the when we drew Liverpool two two at home. I think um, where Nomele um, assisted Kane for the first goal. Like that felt very much. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is what Conte wants." But in this game, trademarks of Conte system, wing backs supplying wing backs, right? Getting on the end of things. Yeah. Centre backs causing that overload and an aggressive press. So if you look at what we've had, we've had I think we've seen enough of Conte's like football. Is this the culmination of all of that? What do you think, Lyra? I think it is. I think um <clears throat> if I'm going to be honest, I think we've seen a lot of Conte ball, but we've never seen the full jigsaw. So if you if you go back to the Norwich game, blatantly Conte ball. You know, I think the way that we pressed, I think the way that we, we played through the middle, I think the way that we sprung on attack um, from defence to attack, I think that was Conte ball. But I think Conte ball, I feel like, you know, the way, the way I was talking about this, I just felt like I was speaking about Miyagi Doe. But... Um, <laughs> no, no, you know, like, the way I was going to break down this philosophy, but um, no, on a on a real, I think there's quite a few elements to Conte ball. Um, you know, obviously high press, high work rate. Um, you know, wing backs attack, but I think the two other main elements. There's another element, but the two other main elements is dominance and confidence. You know, yeah, and. I, you know, we saw, you know, we were dominant, but I don't think we were overly dominant, but we were dominant in this game. But the confidence was massive, you know? Mm, the confidence you gain confidence with success, yes. though, right? Yeah. 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 So that coupled with the wing-backs being high, the overloading of the, uh, the centre-backs, you know, that's a form of Conte ball, but it's not the whole Conte ball. Do you know what I mean? So I think we used three or four, ele- and fitness, four elements out of probably the six of Conte's ball because when I think it all comes together we're going to demolish teams in a, in a big way you know in a big way and I'm talking like 4-0 at half time you know yeah. and it's up to us what we do next yeah I, I don't think that we it's difficult right because we know what Pep ball looks like yeah right and we know what Klopp ball looks like and those who are expecting the triangles of Man City don't don't expect the triangles of Man City. Expect, like you say, Lero, what, what you're saying is a combination of very organised, right? A la Jose Mourinho, but Jose Mourinho was very organised, score one, don't concede. Yeah. That's not what this is. No. This is very organised, be fitter than your opposition, be stronger than your opposition, be confident in your structure and your shape knowing that players will be there and will back you so if you're going to overload from center back do it because the system allows you to do it if you're going to go forward even though you know your opposite wing back has gone forward be confident get in the box cause organized chaos because the system allows you to do it right hence why probably we haven't sought after that 10. We haven't gone for that cam. But we've got four do-it-all combo 
midfielders, DMs, right? Who can play a little bit, good on the ball, who run their socks off, who are big and strong, and who have a defensive mindset, right? For me, that's why I believe this is Conte ball, and this is why I believe, as we've touched on it, it's always going to be out wide. There's, there's no coincidence, I don't think, why we've got six fullbacks still at the club. Yeah, we may be trying to shift, but we've still got six fullbacks at the club and four DMs, right? There's a reason for this. So, yeah, I think if not fully Conte ball, we're getting there. Before Kwame jumps in there, Sessing Young's goal was Conte ball. Yeah, 100. That was 100, that was 100% yeah. 100% Conte ball, because if you think about it, it's an inverted winger. You know, that cross yeah. from a right-footed player goes across, you know, and easier to defend. Yeah. Whereas What cross it was, by the way. Yeah, no, it's a brilliant cross. He's cut back, and then he's put a ball in a way that it's hard for a defender to defend that ball. Turn the defender. Turn the defender. Defender was lost. Lost, because he was still heading towards goal. And yeah. Sessignon ran onto it. So, to me... Furthest man forward. Furthest man forward. Right. Conte ball. That's 100% yeah. Conte ball, you know? So, we can't say we're not seeing bits and pieces. We're definitely seeing... I know. See, we're definitely seeing bits and pieces. I guess my, my question is whether this is the culmination of it all. At, like, is this the turning point? Is this the moment where it comes together? Is this the blueprint that we now follow? Do you know what I mean? Yes. But, you know, we, we might, it, might be, it might feel like this now and then we might find that in a last next game, we, we might bang Chelsea three one, and then it will be like, there's levels. Be like, be like, yeah, there's levels to it, but I guess it's like the the structure and how we see on the like a on the most basic fundamental. Let me not say basic, but fundamental level. Then um, then then this this could be it because I, I think it's look we we first touched on how fantastic the cross was and its contribution, and also what we need in terms of creativity in this team. There's been a lot of talk about whether we need a number 10. Look, I love the idea of someone whose job it is to just unlock the fences. I just love it. I think it's just like one of the, the greatest players we've seen in the history of the game have been tasked with doing that. That is, that is a, a skill set that's reserved for very few Right when you have someone who can come in to see things that other people can't see, put things in motion, and put everyone else in a position to win, like that's that's a special thing. So I'm always going to be in in favour of getting a number ten. But whether the number ten is needed or not is now a different story because we've of late been recreating, scoring a lot of goals. The system is working. No one has been able to convince me they know exactly how a 10 would fit in without us having to change formation. So given the form of Kosevsky and his output, everything, like his reliability, his consistency, do we need a 10? Do we need a 10 in this side? Or do I, am I just like, am I just holding on to it because I'm a traditionalist and I like a 10? Like, do you know what I mean? I, I, I like a Ronaldinho. I mean, sue me, right? I love, love the kind of players. I think that's the problem though, right? I think that's the exact problem. I think... The idea of a number 10 and our team and the way that football is evolving, I don't think those three, they actually combined. I think we need to look at a number 10 in the new way of a number 10, not the old way, and a number 10 that can play left back, right back, left wing, right wing, centre forward, centre mid. That's the number 10 that we need. Do you know what I mean? That obviously, I'm not expecting him to play left back, full back, uh, but you um, mean pop up there? 
But I think he needs to be that versatile that he's a number 10, but you don't know if you're going to see him down the right-hand side, the left-hand side, with the interchange of Kulu. It can't just be, oh, yeah, you're a number 10, and you, that's the job you do. You need to be able to play on the right-hand side. Kulu needs to be able to come in and take your position, and then furthermore, go over, take Son's position, and Son comes in at the number 10 position, and now Kulu's on the left. And I think if we can get that fluidity with a player that is that clever that can actually pass a ball, score a goal, run with a ball, mate, you're going clear because that's not a markable system for me. And that's how I feel that the football's evolving, that whoever you put into that position, they should be able to drop back and play in that midfield. They should be able to move up and actually be part of the attack. And they also need to occupy a space that is neither midfield or attack. Just my idea. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Total yeah. football. Yeah. Total football. Aim for. No, and so I've got a couple of points on that, um, if I may indulge. Um, I think the system, the Conte ball, does allow for that to a degree anyway, without a 10. We had Emerson Royale, Quabner's boy, pop up on the left wing, on an overlap on the left wing, supplying across. My dog. Which you won't get assisted for. Say it again. It's my dog. Your dog, um, supplying across, which you won't get an assist for, Disgusting. for the third goal. They just, don't want, um, they just want to see us be great. They just want to see us be great, bro. <laughs> but my point is, that's versatility, that's organised chaos, which Conte strives for. And the question, do we need a 10, is Kulu our 10? Now, I'm going to say something slightly controversial here. And this is me by no means underpinning or undervaluing what Kulu has given us. Um, he was fantastic on Saturday. And I just feel like just because he plays magnificently from the right-hand side and can see the passing lanes and delivers the passes most of the time, nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, accurately on time and gets lots of assists, does that mean straight away he can play in a deeper role, more central role. And the reason I ask that question is because Kulu's touch can be loose, a little bit loose. Um, in a forward position, when defenders are sensing danger and they may back off, not many d defenders, unless you're maybe Romero, Van Dijk, or front foot defenders, they will back off. And that touch, if it's not bang on, will still allow him to run at a defender or pick a pass. In the middle of the park... In the Premier League, where it's busier than a chef's kitchen, is when his touch or his ideas of angles and passes may, I'm not saying will, I'm saying may, come under more scrutiny. Now, he hasn't played there, so that would be my reservation, but unless he plays there, we won't know, right? Um, so Kulu potentially could be it. I'm just saying I don't think it's 100% transferable straight away we put him in there and he's going to bang like he bangs on the right wing right yeah. that's that's my point with um, Klozeski but to your point Lero about the type of 10 I 100% agree I don't think we get a Ronaldinho I mean if we could get Ronaldinho you get Ronaldinho but somebody who's not as good as Ronaldinho but wants to just play 10 who is a, effectively a second striker that's definitely not the 10 we need. So we've touched on the likes of a Madison. We've touched on Ericsson. And if we, we focus on Ericsson for a second, or Coutinho is another one, mm. those three can play deeper, right? 
we saw Ericsson on Sunday play as the deepest midfielder when Cristiano came on. That, for me, is the type of 10 we need. Someone who can stick right behind the centre forward if need be, who can play left or right if need be, who can play number eight if need be, or can play number six if need be. And that's kind of what you were saying, Lero. Yeah. Um, you took it to the left and the right back. I hear you. But it's that kind of player we need who can find the right position to dictate the play if need be, the tempo of the game if need be, when we're playing a structured, rigid side like a Brighton of last season. Yeah. So that's the 10 I think we need. And who's to say Kulu can't do that? I don't know, but I don't think it's immediately transferable. What are you saying, Kwa? I don't... I don't feel like... So, right now, we, like you were saying, this, this idea of like people picking up on multiple roles right, and being able to adapt because the system allows them to, right, is good. It's great, right? Yeah. And I think whilst it is, we're really blessed to have a system that does that and we have players who could come in and play, we could look for someone like, a, like you know, okay, we didn't go for Ericsson in the end, but yes, he plays, can play deep far because, you know, can... He can, can play deeper, but he can't really play deep. Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? Like, he I can play saying. deeper, but he doesn't really, like... So, if, if you have so someone like Thiago Alicante, right? He's someone who can play deeper and he and he pretty much carries out the same function from deep. Do you see what I mean? Whereas, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't think we'd do that. But I guess... But we wouldn't need him to. No, Sorry, we wouldn't need, we wouldn't need him to. Because me, like, he would be playing alongside I'm, the DM always. I'm thinking about... I'm actually, I'm thinking about it from a luxury player point of view, right? I know we're not supposed to talk about luxury players. It's a ridiculous thing to have somebody... In Conte system. Like, but, like, I want that. I want a luxury player. I want a breaky case of emergency. I want I want a rogue. I want I want a flipping a Rokoba who can't play who can't play every game because he's got no knees, right? He's got no knees. When you bring it on, you might get a little bit of magic. That's what I want. And I feel that and I feel that right now we've got so many functional players who are clear on their role and all that kind of stuff. We just need a wild card. We just so need a wild not, card. Is that not end on Bele then? I mean yeah, but he's made he's made a mind up about him, innit? He's made his mind up about okay, him. Okay, Lucas then. No, do you know what? Okay, Lucas is a perfect example of that organised chaos you were talking about, right? You bring Lucas on, he's going to run at people, you know, his, his final ball, he might, he make, so he'll make a poor decision, he'll like blah, but he's also capable of a worldie. But there's just too much chaos there, right? I need someone who's going to come in and be like, just do something a little bit un- unconventional, but see in control of that. Do you mm. see what I mean? See, be intentional. And so I'm not, looking, I'm not even looking for someone who's going to compete to start. I want, I yeah, want someone, this is my point. This I, is what I, I, was do, ask I you. do want someone. I want someone who's gonna yeah. know they don't start right, but they know that they're coming on definitely like eight minutes. Like you know how Rigi used to come on. Right? Don't say, don't say Gucci. No, don't say Gucci. You know I'm gonna start finding you. I wasn't even gonna say Gucci, but that's a great example. <laughs> um, if you look at how Rigi, you see how Rigi used to come on, right? Rigi used to come on. He knew that he, he he's not he's not running certain channels. Yeah. yeah. He's not like he's not receiving the ball to feet in certain areas. His job, yeah, is to get a goal about how, how he does it, right? And he was cool with that. He comes off the bench, he goes for it. I want someone to do that equivalent number 10. That's it. Right. That's it. So let me jump in there and say this. You notice when you get those players, those players play for very intelligent teams. Very intelligent teams. I'm not saying that you can't get a player like that that doesn't play for an intelligent team. But when that player is effective and well beaten, Cristiano, Ronaldo, latter stages, the team is very intelligent. Do you know what I mean? They work very hard. And this is why I'm saying that I'm watching what Conte is doing and he's building a system that will allow for those type of players 
especially you think about it, Benton Core, very clever footballer. Uh, Hoybier, clever footballer. Winks isn't that clever. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> You've mentioned Winks twice. My guy's, I'm gonna start my guy's, got, you on my Winks. guy's got an agenda, bro. He's got an agenda. <laughs> well, I'm, Winks, I'm Winks, laying off Winks, diet Winks, this week because he scored a header. Not quite, yeah, I'm, I was gonna. No, have I, we touch I, on that? No, no, before we go off. back to Winks, yeah, but we got, let's speak about Dyer. Right. Because I wanted right. to speak to you about that because he didn't leave the floor and he scored a well, time if in Well, if there's any shin, shin pad header, high headers, Dyer's your man. Yeah, anything that's up in the six foot five, six foot six region. Even seven, because that man they should be jumping at nearly seven foot. But Cristiano jumped to eight, so... Yeah, bro, this is what I'm saying to you. We're looking at him at six three, six four. But if you're talking about shin pad height, he's your man. That is your guy. That is a damning... That's praise. Damning that's praise. That's, that's praise, a damning though. assessment of a, of a six foot one, six foot two centre-back, bro. That's I think he's six three, you know. Mate, what? did you see when Andy Carroll jumped? And he jumped. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. I didn't even know he jumped. Do you get what I'm saying? I did not know he jumped. And he has this tendency to jump sideways. But we're not on a negative about Tyre <laughs> because he scored a diving header. So I'm not on him this week. Not, even, not, even, not even a diving header, a stupid header, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, header. yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 you see diving headers that diamond doesn't, bro. When's the last time yeah. you saw a stupid header, bro? <laughs> Have some respect, bro. Have some respect, bro. Yeah, no, nah, nah, it was a good Smart header. finish. It was. Smart. <laughs> It was. So that's two smart finishes in the league. <laughs> yeah, smart finish, don't lie, bruv, don't lie. But yeah, as I was saying, I feel that he's building a team of smart footballers and that ultimate football is interchangeable. And that, for me, I feel like... I don't know if we're... I'm not saying we're ahead because Barcelona used to do it all the time, you know? But I feel like we're building that kind of team that, you know, with the basis of hard work, he keeps talking about Footballing knowledge, footballing knowledge. Mate, if you're stupid, he can't teach you footballing knowledge. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, you're not going to pick up certain bits and pieces. So, for me, the reason why people like Ben Tancor, you know, he's looking better. Yeah, his fitness has come up. Yeah, he's understanding the premiership. But he's a top baller. Like, ben Tancor's a baller, boy. He's a ben top baller. A baller. Top baller. You know what I mean? So, if we get... And this is why I keep thinking they're going for this... Uh, or there's been talk of Zaniola, because I think... I feel that what everyone else is saying that we need, I think he's just going to be another smart football, like a different kind of Kulicheski. You get what I'm saying? But in and amongst it, and that could work within that area because they're all smart footballers, you know? So He's a Nilo's, yeah, he's a, full, he's a versatile forward. He's not necessarily a 10 per se. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll play across. So he's clever, he's more a dribbler. But I've seen him, he's good. I'm just worried about his injuries, though. Just a little bit worried about his injuries. Is that not why they're... just not interested in that at all, bruv. You're not? Nah, man. He just... Just a bit... Just a bit... Gangly and messy to me, bruv. Like... Not even with the clauses? Nah, bruv. Not interested. I need so who do you want? That's what I was going to say. Give me a this, man. I know, need a man. The, this, this is the mad... This is the mad thing about it, bruv. I've, I've been thinking about this for such a long time. And I just... Hard. Maybe and maybe it's because of the fact that he was available for so long, but I just couldn't see past Ericsson. I felt like I felt like he was someone who'd be happy, like playing that role off the bench. Do you think though? But yeah, I mean, now you know, haven't gone, didn't United, come. haven't gone to United, like you know, maybe yeah. that's not the case. But I don't know, man. Like I wanted someone who's like, even if they're like maybe thirty-two, in good nick, 
Do you see what I mean? They've been around the block a while, like, do you yeah, see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So yeah. for them, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just do it because I can. Like, I, I thought that Isco could be a good one, but he's a bit too young. Like, I feel like Isco, and he's been starved of opportunities at Real Madrid, so he's not going to come to, like, Spurs and then sit on the bench as well. Like, I need someone who's actually, like, happy to step up when necessary, and it's really hard to find anyone like that. Because you're looking at people who are, like, in the twilight of their careers. And Looking for a Vidal, okay. crazy man. So let me throw no, out see, Vidal, Vidal hasn't got Vidal hasn't got the composure, the technique, or the foresight. But he's, he has. I know, but he's crazy. But yeah, he's, he is crazy. I guess. Do you, sorry, Quavo, yeah, do you think there is a a massive gulf between up and coming talent, established talent, and their middle talent? Give me an example of middle talent. Okay, so middle talent would be. James Ward-Prowse. Uh, Joe, he was one that I was thinking. Um, who's, who else has been doing it in the Premiership? Do you know what? Jo- J- James Ward-Prowse, yeah, would not be a bad shot. But I, I personally nah. don't think... I don't, I don't think he's creative enough to, to play the role nah. that I'm talking about. No, he, like, he's not. He's not creative enough. He, he is the better side of functional. Yeah? And this yeah. is what I'm saying. So you've got your uh, Ericsons, Ronaldo's, your Messi's. Then you've got your... Did you, say um, Eric, did you say Ericsson, Ronaldo, Messi? Do you want? Are you what? Right? No, no, because I'm going to put Okay, I'm not putting him. Yeah. He's not as, you know, he has okay. Obviously, Messi, Ronaldo are the highest. Highest. Goal, but I'm right. saying, so he's the bottom of that line, right? Mm. And then you've got, let's see who's coming up now that you've got Ikulicheski's, etc. They're coming up, starting to establish themselves. And then for me, you've got this big open void of. You know, you've got the younger ones that are 19 that are potentially, good, you know, going to be superstars. But that middle, like, field, it's like there's not enough top talent in there. Cause, which, which, know, which is why, like, I, I don't think you can find top talent to be in that role at the moment, right? I think you're looking at someone who looks like a, a an absolute gem for an upper to mid-level team in any of the five, top five leagues. Right? You look at those kind of players... And they're the ones you bring in to do that role. Because essentially the team is not built, the squad isn't built in such a way to allow for that kind of player. You can't come there, you can't come to Tottenham and expect to get to expect to get the the shine and the time that you're looking for. So yeah. for me well, we don't often buy that type of player. No, we don't often buy that type of player. This is why it would be such a left field thing, but we're currently sitting on like we've still got like ninety K ninety mils to spend or something ridiculous. Like we we still haven't touched this war chest that we were talking about, bro. And we're not going to spend £150 million on a player who's not going to... who's not going to start. It just doesn't make sense. The system doesn't... Why? Which is why you need to find someone who is cheap, can come and do... What's that? Who's that guy that West Ham bought the other day? Benarama, isn't it? Yeah, Benarama. He's, he's someone who I would take. Obviously, he starts for West Ham, problem. isn't it? He starts for West Ham because yeah. the golf is that big. But for us, yeah, Joe, if I could roll back the, if I could roll back the years, I'd get Tarak there, bro. Yeah, but if you roll back the years... I don't to rap. I'm having yeah, it, bro. No, but if you roll back the years, you'll <laughs> Did you say to rap? Yeah, yeah, do a madness. For I the nutmeg and vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nutmeg and vibes, bro. It's nil-nil. Come in, do a bit of madness. Do it. Go, go right. through it, So, for me, if we're talking about rolling back the years and looking at kind of teams that actually buy well, you know, your Southamptons, your West Ham's, your... Even Newcastle's got a shout of bringing in a couple of players. Uh, Leicester been doing it, you know, a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. It's like our scouting system has not been working because all of these players that we look at, we say, oh, right, he would have been good. We never get them. 
You know, we never get. I don't think we take the gamble. I think we want established talent. Um, So I think there's been so many players you can touch on there, like Elise. um, You said we've we've got the two at Leicester. um, Dak, is it um, Dakar, the striker? Mm -hmm. um, Players that. I've gone to other clubs. Gramerish, we could have potentially gone oh, in for. That one, that um, one, I can't lie to you, man. Yeah. That one hurts. Ben Rama, um, Lanzini. Uh, we, we say, all right, let's get them after Madison when he was at Coventry, was it? Yeah. Let him go to Leicester, get yeah. established, what, and then it cost us 70 was it million. Norwich? Was it, was it yeah. Norwich? Norwich. Wolves. No, Cantwell. Wolves. Yeah, Wolves is one. So for me, the player I was going to choose is Podence. Yeah. Right? Because, again, went to Neto, went to. Wolves, but we played against him um, in the Champions League, and he done us. And players that tend to play against us, we end up buying, and when they do well. And I know he's small, but for me, he's that closest to the archetypical ten who can play a bit deeper, who's got a goal and assist in him, that's established in the Premier League, and would cause chaos, and is quick, and I think could break glass in emergencies type of player, and it's potent for me. And wouldn't come and cause a problem of playing in a, a a team structure instead of a first eleven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and these I think are the, so. These are the people that we need to identify as such because I think once you've got that that nucleus and that foundation, players like that just go from strip to strip to strip. You know? Yeah, I think I think he would relish playing in the Conte ball, um, especially if he was coming on 60, 70 minutes. Um, fresh legs, opportunities. Even a Trossard is the type of player that, would, again, we could have got before he went to Brighton. But it's how much will these players now cost us, given the fact they're established, years on their contract, um, going to a top six, top four side. You, you guys all mentioned guys who play wide, though, right? I'm thinking about guys who play through the middle. They're all tens. Both of them are tens. Both of them are naturally tens, but in the systems... They don't play tens, right? So Wolves have traditionally played almost Conte-like, uh, three at the back. Um, Brighton, similar. Yeah. So they don't play with a ten, but these are hybrid, creative players who can play through the middle. But like Eriksen did, like Modric did, start out wide, dictate from the middle. Mm. Or dictate more centrally, it's I should mad, say. It's so, okay, we, we haven't discussed this, though. So... Now, we are, we've got quite, okay, it feels unfair to call them a functional midfield right now, right? Because everyone knows, everyone listens to Shelfside podcast, anyone who knows me personally knows I love, I love a centre midfielder you can play, play, love it. I think it's just, I think, I think you just can't beat, you can't beat it, right? If you have someone in the middle of the park, you can play, when you, if anyone's played, if anyone's played Sunday League or Saturday League in the UK, and that guy turns up in World Cups, World Cups, and he's in the middle of the pitch. You know, he's picking balls around, man. You know, he's picking yeah, balls yeah, around. Yeah. You know, he's got a nice, tiny touch. What about Puma King? You know, he's got a turn. Now, Puma King, your DM, your DM, DM, DM. You're not taking that. Your break is up, up, and then you're passing it to someone else who can do something. World Cups, cuppers, yeah. World Cups, you're doing it all, bro. Your techers is there, bro. So, so you've got the. And I feel like as the season's progressed, we've seen. Ben Duncan, look, everyone rates his passing, his ability to turn, to keep the ball. I think he's fantastic. Um, 
uh, hard, there's a there's a Twitter there's a Twitter account we retweeted um, earlier. I think it's called Hard Drugs, please. Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> stay in school. Um, Inishibo and, and Shiloh. A, 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 a compilation of um, a compilation of um, Benzenko's like um, best bits from Southampton. You can see, look, the fan base. We know he can play, right? What I think is becoming more and more prevalent is that that inside ball that's coming from Hobio. So with all those terms about creativity and me obviously wanting another 10 because I'm obsessed with the idea, we talked about Kleseski being that it's redundant. But also, that hockey assist, as uh, as AB likes to refer to it, is, I'm just thinking that's a nonsense term, but people know what you mean when you say it. Um, it's not uncommon now to see that from Hobio. Is his passing underrated as a contribution to the way we play? Well, firstly, you just slandered me, yeah? Um, oh, right. It is, it's not, it is it's the not, hockey assist. It's not the first time, man. It's not like, it won't be the last. <laughs> it won't be the last. It won't be the last. So, ironically, I'm wearing a Danish top. I haven't had a chance to change. But, um, so, I'm going to go positive on the Hoiberg thing. He, he can be annoying with his passing. Let's just put that out there. He can be annoying. And I think because of the four midfielders we've now got, I think he's deemed to be the most combative, the most shithouser <laughs> of the four, and just an irritant. Imagine being, so a, I, imagine being a professional footballer and somebody using that to describe your contribution. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. He's a shit house, though. He's a shit. Paid for by being it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're a top player. No, I know. I said he's deemed to be. He's deemed to be. He's the one. If you were going to war and you said, "Who do you want alongside you in the trenches?" He'll be the first name. Maybe Romero. It won't be Dyer. Dyer will probably be third, but Hoybier will be first or second. And and that's what I mean. That's how he's seen but you made a good point he's paid played for Pep at Bayern Munich he played in a good passing Southampton side we saw in his first season he got some assists most notably the one for Serge Aurier against Man United at Old Trafford I was thinking about that yeah he can play an incisive pass I think in the middle of the park sometimes like on Saturday, after they had scored, you had Hoybier getting the ball in the middle, turning back and playing it back to Lloris. And that was the first time and the last time the crowd grasped and was oh. Yeah, there was a, there was a real audible groan yeah. about it. Like. There was. And that was him, I think, calming stuff down, not feeling, oh, I can't pass the ball forward. I think it was just calming stuff down. In the Hoybier fashion, he likes to take control. And this is why I think there's a perspective around him that looks like he's just Mr. Combative and that's all he does, break things up. But Hoybier has quite a few assists to his name. Not just hockey assists, <clears throat> he has quite a few assists yeah. to his name. We discussed the chip pass that he's done to Kane successfully a couple of times, the Aurier pass. The boy can pass the ball. And I do think it's underrated, but I do think the system allows him to showcase his passing as well. So I, w I don't know if I would say underrated, mm -hmm. but I think the perception around him maybe gives that impression. Yeah. And I think if you go back and look at him 
the season before he came to Spurs and look at how many balls he broke up, how many good balls he passed. The guy could do it all. He could run with the ball, he could pass, you know, he can see the incisive pass. I think he's a good player. I think, you know, what we're kind of not realising is that he came to Spurs and, you know, a lot like Southampton, but a slightly different... Obviously, at Southampton, you're, you're allowed to do it all on your own if you can. Whereas at Spurs, you could do it all on your own up to a point unless you're going to Gareth Bale it. And if you're not going to Gareth Bale it, that, that space in between, if you make a mistake, then you're in trouble, right? You know? Mm. So for me, I think that he's had to kind of readjust, relearn, and now he's got players that he can rely on and he's comfortable with and he's confident with. And I think you're, you're only going to see him get better. I don't think you're going to see him get worse. He's only going to get better. Yeah, and he came to the club as a DM, in, as in everyone was like, oh, we've got a DM now. Yeah. We've not, got a DM. Not that. And, yeah, and with the players he played with initially meant that he was definitely going to be a DM. Yeah. I don't think, as you touched on, Lero, I don't think many players in this system have one defined role. No. <coughs> Our centre forward drops off. Our wide forwards can go anywhere. Our full-backs, for heaven's sake, our wing-backs can go anywhere. We've got freaking centre-half stooping to head the ball. It was from a corner. But we've got Romero in pre-season, almost getting on the end of a cross from Longley um, against Roma. That's two centre-halves, right side and left side, creating attacks. Yeah. So I think you're now multifunctional, multi-purpose players. Yeah. And if Kwabner wants Hoybier to be our 10, let Hoybier be our 10. Let's everyone step back. Everyone step back from start talking crazy. Okay, fine. So we've we decided that our system, yeah, between the two of you, the way you're talking, in, I think our, our system caters to everything we need. We've got defence there. It's flexible, man. It's we've got, flexible. We've, yeah, I mean, Lero... Lero you're not a believer. Lero, Lero's got this way, yeah, of delivering his ideas, whether they are extreme or down the middle of the road in such an even-killed fashion, right, that you just think it makes sense all the time. I've heard this guy say some wild things, yeah, but he delivers it in such no, a way that it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, come. So let me say something right now, Lira, right? So right, right well, now, Lira, it feels to me, and in the past I've heard you very miserable, with it? Like we've yeah. all been at times, ah, oh, yeah. F these guys, I'm packing in, I don't even want to, I don't want to deal with these guys. Call, call me when it's the end of the season. We've been yeah. there with you, Lira, before. Yeah. Like, you seem quite happy at the moment, right? And, I'm, and I want to take advantage of that. Yeah. So now, having considered what our... our team looks like our squad looks like yeah if you can make one signing yeah you can either give me the name or you can give me the position you want to you want to fill we can only make one signing yeah right before the window closes who do you sign <sighs> or where do I sign do you know what it's going to have to be a top centre-back. Really? I'm not to, yeah, I'm not going to keep talking about Dyer and not giving top competition. That's like, fair. As That's much fair. as I want, yeah, 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 yeah. I want that 10. You're giving, if you had this is, yeah. is that 10? Yeah. I, I, you know, like, I want that new augmented 10, but I'm not going to worry about that because I think we've got enough in attack that we can make it work. I want that. That man that's got a shackle Haaland and them kind of strikers, 
with ease or it's going to be a running battle. It's not an easy game for Haaland. So I'm going to, I don't think Dyer's got Haaland. I honestly don't. I hear you. No, so, he probably doesn't. So hey, uh, Haaland is fast, you know. He's fast. Yeah. He's, he's strong. seven foot that two. That man's got some Usain Bolt strides, bro. When he started going, I was like, wait, what? Oh, I was yeah. so pissed. But well, that's what he was fine. I can't lie, guys. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. I, was pissed. I, I, I thought I'd die straight away. That's the thing that I thought. <laughs> that like, man is... I was like, I oh, my God. He's, he's finished. He's finished. <laughs> oh, 100. Well, you've got to remember that Haaland... I touched on this before. Haaland, Sancho, Royce. For Dortmund, they played counter-attacking football. Yeah. They were at their best when they were free-running into the defensive third, three-on-three, because they were all quick and mm. knew how to exploit that space, right? So Haaland has been deceptively quick, but because of Sancho and Royce, who are rapid, you know, he look, had, probably you look, doesn't look that quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's built for the Premier League. And he's you know what? This. He, mo- he gets his feet into good positions so quickly. So imagine that sprint... And they said, oh, he opened up like Thierry Henry. The guy's overstepped the ball to get his body on the right-hand side of the ball, reshaped and finished it. Yeah. In a, like, in a smooth fashion. So, if it's you're saying to me... Round the ball, so, so Trust hard. me. Yeah. This is what I'm saying to you. Hear what I'm saying to you. So, if, you, if you're saying to me, well, we could only get one, I'm going for a centre-back. I'm going for a centre-back with pace, strength, height, Power, you know, you know, good feet. Someone to rival Dyer. That's mine. Van Dijk's going to cost you 150 million. No, I don't even want him. I don't even want him, bro. But done by Mitrovic. The, the, the hunger level for him doesn't seem right. He seems like he's okay. This is <laughs> Mitrovic, us. Mitrovic might seem nice. This is what I'm saying, bro, man. Like, yeah. Right, I, I, I don't know want what, him. I'm, not even, I'm not even mad at that. We've seen just by the addition of Romero how impactful the defence can be. Like, I say it all the time, bro. Goals win games, but defence wins championships. I'll say it all the time, and I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, so, AB, who are you going for? Leroy got me thinking, you know. I know, innit? It was convincing, innit? It was convincing. No, it's 100% convincing <laughs> this because... This guy, is, he's going to, like, undo people. <laughs> bro, what I say No, no, do you know what? That's a, that is a... The, no, do you know what it is? I thought you were on a diorant again, but it was the fact that you actually thought about him in the way that I thought about him in the past. Obviously, he got rinsed by Lukaku for England um, and pace has always been his biggest thing and we've had to drop so deep because he's playing as the last man a lot of the times. And against Haaland, ain't going to make much difference where he is, high or low. No, no, and no, no. he needs to be engaged on Haaland like a Romero is. So, yeah, I think it's hard... Unless we get that combo, new augmented 10, the 10 that can play an 8, and then gives us many options and very versatile. I was going to say LCB, but I think you're right. I think at the moment, our cover for Dyer, our competition for Dyer, is really Davison Sanchez. And I think he struggles against Haaland as well. Although he's quicker than Dyer, I think he struggles. I think we need that six foot five centre half who's going to boss the fuck out of Haaland. Why does he struggle? Why does he struggle? Who? Sanchez. Sanchez, because he always wants to win the battle. He's not clever enough to no, understand not. that some... No? He's not. He's not. Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right. No, no, you're right, you're right. His reading of the game is poor. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And, and that we saw that in literally his debut against 
was it his debut? No, it wasn't his debut, but I think the first time he played centre-back as probably after Vertonghen and Toby left, I think it was against Aston Villa, and he was just fighting all the time, fighting, not even looking at the ball. And I'm like, bro, you don't have to physically win everything. Win it in your head. Yeah. Be half a step quicker or know when to drop off. And against Haaland, he will just go for that fight and then he will create a meme. It'll be another meme. Yeah. Dyer's probably going to be a meme. Yeah. But Davison will create another meme. So I'm yeah, not, I, I'm, uh, not I'm not even shook. I'm not even shook of Harlan, bro. Harlan's got to come and do it against some big boys first, bro. All right, so who then, Quabla? You tell me. Who do we need? You know, a great. Uh, do you know what the problem is with this with this question? Is that Klinsman's retired? Klinsman's retired. <laughs> and Gooty's retired. <laughs> the, problem, the problem with this question is, like, I do think I do think a great centre back would be transformative, right? But then it's like, have we? Squeeze everything we can get out of Dyer because yes, Dyer like I mean I don't know man I, I feel like I could last with him him being there man. I could do that do you see what I mean one on one Harland Dyer forty yards to run into who you got stooping there though there's not much left <laughs> I think I would go for. Yeah, see, the centre-back thing just seems so, like... It feels like, so, it, that feels like the sensible thing to do, like a centre-back You want excitement. I'm in your head. But I, I, I want... I, I, and the thing is, also, because we've had so many reinforcements in midfield, in centre-mid, it feels like there's, no, there's nothing else to be done there. But if, if we are going to get rid of the likes of Winks and... Who else in our centre-midfield could go? Lacelso, Lacelso, Tony. Yeah, so yeah. if we're gonna get from rid of those three, I would like a centre midfielder who's like truly like box to box in the sense of what we think Pape Matasar could be in the mould of a of a Pogba, someone who is as good going back. Like I'm talking about French Pogba, not not Man United Pogba, Juventus Pogba, yeah. not Man United Pogba, any other Pogba, not Man United Pogba. But do we have Kante? No, see, Kante, like, for example, Kante, like, does more going back than he does going forward. No, no, sorry. My point there was French Pogba is reliant on French Kante. Yeah, 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 bro. What do you mean? Hobie could play that role. Easy. No, that's that's what I'm saying. In order to have French Pogba, we need... And I think we do, and I do think we have players who can do that. I think Basuma could do that for him. I think think, uh, Hobie could do that for him for 100%. I mean, even Benton could do that for them. But I think a midfielder who we look at and we're like, can take the game by a scruff of the neck. That's what I, that's what I would love to see, how, how Conte would implement that into our system. Because right now, we have credible backup for Kane now, which is the first thing that's ever happened. Because yeah. Richardson can play through the middle. Do you see what I mean? He can yeah. play through the middle yeah. as a striker. It's not even like, a, it's not like even like Son can play through the middle and, you know, he's done a good job in the past. And I think... Richardson, in terms of his being effective through the middle, is like a step above that, right? So I'm not even concerned about that anymore. And I think that the wings are nicely covered for the same reasons. But to have someone in the centre of the park, like, I feel like in the middle of the park, Benton Cole currently is a good player. Don't get me wrong, I love watching him play. Silky, all that kind of stuff, right? But he doesn't feel... He feels undroppable in the context of on the, in the context of Tottenham. But I want someone who's undroppable like when you look at global football, you look at this person in the middle of the park and you build the rest of the team back them. 
because they can do they can do enough going forward and going back. That's what I love to see. Isn't that the archetypical ten that we're talking about? Because Pogba's nah, often been referred like to as a ten, though. I'm talking about I'm talking about a great eight, a great eight, a great okay. eight. Okay, so obviously Steven Gerrard. Yeah, Steven Gerrard. Like. Yeah, exactly. And he's you know he's on the <laughs> verge of being sacked, so he might be <laughs> one might game, one game. I know exactly. Okay, so don't give me the player because I don't actually believe the players out there. Give me a rough player assimilation of someone that you think could either grow into that role that's out there right now. That's that, that we could get? Yeah. Don't could say see. it if it's that Gooty brother that you keep talking... Is it Gooty? Yeah. No, Gooty's retired. He's long oh. retired, Gooty. Yeah, because, well, this is what I'm well, saying. Well, if, if, the, if, if the, if the rumours are to be believed and De Jong is available... Do you know what, yeah? De Jong, we're not getting De Jong. De Jong, we're not getting De Jong. But Van, Van der Beek, before his career went off the when before he went off a cliff, like I used to say it all the time, he would be fantastic. Yeah, I'll I'll take him. I'll take I'll take. Uh, I would like to, mm, Tiedemann just feels like a much better Winks, so I wouldn't take him. <laughs> I mean, I would, Listen, I, would I don't accept, want no Tiedemanns. I don't want no. I would, I would I would accept I would accept Tiedemanns. I would accept him. No, um, no, we must can get. There must be a world, a player. In no, world I'm, no, I'm not saying he's the best option. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. That in terms of like, in terms of you know, that what he I'm looking, I'm looking at like that player is almost dead for a lot of for a lot of um, for a lot of teams, man. Like yeah. they play three in the middle, so someone doesn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, We're running yeah. around playing two, and it feels archaic. And when you have to, when you have a two in there, and you have one person who does that bit that role. I mean, in mid- how many people are even? You want Thiago? Thiago would be good. I also feel like Thiago is a bit like he he's not as dynamic because his passing does the hard work, right? Which is you know it's smart, it works, it's good to see. But I like that all action guy getting stuck in. Like, I want late runs into the box. Wait, I so want wait, hold on. Strike. You want, want French Pogba? Yeah. And the closest thing to French Pogba, what should have been French Pogba, was French or Mars or Leon Tongi Dombele. Guys, you know what? Yeah, you're actually trying to lead, lead me down this trap here. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. But that's what you're saying. No, no, no. But but it can't be him, innit? It's clear it can't be him. <laughs> okay. You better you better keep on telling me that we have the guy come. That we have the guy. He's still okay. on our bench. No, but, but he's not the guy. We do. We know we've got him because when he's ready to do the thing, he could do the thing. We know that. We've seen it. But, but he's not going to do it. So therefore, he's not. He's not in thing. consideration. He's not in consideration because right. he's not doing it. But that for me, like I, I can't, I can't name the person right now. But. That's that's who I'd want. That's who. Okay. Want. Question then. On top of that, is that role has that role been made redundant? No, not at all. Not at all. Because even though, even though, I'm struggling right now to come up with examples of people who have done that, right? Which would yeah. suggest that yes, the role is redundant. When you see it, when you see it, you know. For example, Modric is still doing that at 35 for Madrid in a team that plays... In a three. In a, in a three. Doing it calm. We've got to talk about a two. And Pogba struggled in the Premier League in a two in that role. He did. He did struggle in a two yeah. in that role. I mean, um, the last person I see that done the role like that other than Gerard at Spurs was Palacios. Nah, Palacios didn't do that. <laughs> not, not going. Palacios did not do that. Palacios did not do that. The last person you saw at Spurs... Oh, Dembele. No, Dembele. Even him. Dembele. 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 Dembele.
it's been it's, 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 it's such a specialist position, bro. Yeah. But like to me, if you put that person in the middle of the pitch, right, and they just take everything. Benton Court is a great player, right? And he does more than his bit. But we can't say he runs the game. But don't you feel like he's going to grow to do that? Because I he feel could, like... Yeah. It's just he, could, but he's, he could, but he's not going to, guys. We know he's not going to. He's not I, I'll, take a bet. I'll take a bet now. I'm ready to bet on him. Yeah? That he's going to end up being... The, he runs our I games. reckon, give him... How old is he? 24 now? Yeah. 24, yeah. yeah. I reckon by... Not the, in his prime. I reckon, give him... Like, this season, he, you will see it. But by next season, he's going to be like, I am the d- guy, I played with this man, I've played with that man. Because I think people forgot his pedigree. I think this guy can run world football. Do you know what? Premiership football. The, the bottom, like, I'm talking about the kind of player who gives you a 7 out of 10 every game because anything good that you do comes through that player. Pentecost's he's, not been far off that. No, he's not been far, he's not been far that. But what I'm trying to say is that for... Kind of like people just get tired of even mentioning him on Match of the Day because it's like, always been, for us right now, that player is Kozeski. Like, that's yeah. who he is, right? And in the past, it's been it's been Kane. It's not really been Son because while Son doesn't like, Son has massive impact, he doesn't like run games. Kane, we've seen Kane run games. Like, when was the last time we had a midfielder who saw, we saw run the games? No, no, you're right. But Ericsson. Right. And I want a player who we can count to do that. Okay, so how many times have we overlooked the man that's next to the man? That makes the man the man. I mean, I don't do that because I feel like when I'm playing football, I'm that person. So I pay, I pay very close attention to that person. So you see what I mean? you're the man that they overlook, yeah? That's but, but you know that if you move him with the team, it doesn't work the same way. Right. Now, so that's how I feel about th- Pentacle. I feel, I, like I, I, I feel like he should have got man in the match. And I get, me, I, get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but what I'm trying to say is that Bentancur, what Bentancur is doing right now is a very solid contribution to what we're doing. You're right. Yeah. Right. He's very good at conversation, and I feel like if we take him out and you put Basuma in, Basuma at his top, at his top, like he says he's on form, right? Yeah. We will obviously miss Bentancur's like touch and his quick passing. We would miss it, right? But would the overall function of the team grind to a halt? I don't think it would. No. No, no, I don't think it that. would. So no. I'm saying that, like, we I don't know who that player is, but if we could fight a midfield that we built everything, like, we would go through, like, that control, right? Because yeah. you can't, you can attack and have impact from the wings. Of course you can. Our wingers, our wingbacks have done it. Koseski has done it. Son has done it. You can have impact from dropping in a little deep, playing those balls that Kane does, and also finishing up top that like he does. Yes. Yeah. What was the last time we saw someone control the game? You can't control the game from those areas. You can't control the game from that area. It doesn't matter what anyone says. You can't control games from that area. You control I, games I wonder, from... I wonder though, with that type of player, and I'm going to use Pogba as the example, because Pogba's the player you ultimately want. Pogba, going forward, is actually very good. But the Pogba in a United 2 struggled. A Pogba, even when you have Wan-Bissaka who gets nosebleed over the halfway line, our system is very much reliant on that. You can't have a double pivot, but double pivot, right? Because if our centre-backs go forward, if our wing-backs go forward at the same time, what makes it work are those two in the middle. So maybe... <clears throat> As a starting point, both have to be very similar. And that's probably why all four are very similar. Although Bentecourt 
<coughs> excuse me, is more creative than the others, but essentially his role is starting deep. And I just wonder if you have too much of a creative force as your mainstay in there week on week, the Conte ball, the system, doesn't work as well as he wants it to, and it leaves too many gaps. Good point. Uh, you know what makes me... I was thinking about when you were speaking. When was the, the, the last time you could go back to a premiership team and say, right, Gerard, he's that man. Uh, Modric, he's that man. Uh, I can't even think who else is there. Well, you know, other players were that man. I just feel like they're very few and far between. And when they're good, they're really good and they stand out. I just don't feel that we have that many. Jorginho's currently doing it for for um, for Jorginho's doing it for, for Chelsea for Chelsea at the moment. Um, you could not argue, in the Pogba style though. Some okay, for, someone could argue. You could argue that Jordan Henderson, as unglamorous as it is, is doing it for Liverpool. As box to box, yeah, box to box, Jordan Henderson all day. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying but doesn't get the goals or the creativity yeah, as of a exactly. Pop. But he but he, he's performing that function now. I, I, like I said, it's not common. It's not common anymore, and I think that the game, like from what you're alluding to, Lira, you're right. The game is evolving in such a way that perhaps there isn't as much a place for it. But if I'm going to make, if I'm, if we're going to make someone come in and do that and perform that role, if we can find a gem who can do that, like even look, what's his name, Gamerus, 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 yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. He could do that for us, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm not fighting against what you're saying. I literally, if we could get that player, I would love him. Because you know, we all know, we've all watched world football over years. When you have those Gilberto Silvers, the Vieiras, the, the, you know that them man there literally run the game. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just, I've just been struck, like, you know, and I'm not saying there isn't a player out there. But when you said that, I thought, oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I would love that. Who is it? Where are they? Kind of. <laughs> and that is basically what I've been trying to kind of, you know, draw out of your football knowledge. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where is he? Because like, I'm not maybe it's Gamerish. Maybe Gamerish is the closest to yeah, it nah, at the moment because I think he's got person, more going forward as well. Next person who signs him, I'm paying eighty mil, easy. Eighty? No way. Yeah, They're yeah. paying more than that. Newcastle paid about sixty for him, and with add-ons, with two seasons in the Premier League. Gonna be hundred mil for Gamerish. I'm telling you. But you know, yeah. fortunately for us, fortunately for us, we don't have to. We don't have to worry about him for now because we've got a system that's working. We are currently top of the league. Are we going to stop the season right now? Nah. We but, are top of the league. But we are top we're, of the league. we're going to take some beating. We're going to take some beating. I said, told you guys going to win the league. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But I think we should. I think, I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there because so far I'm right in it. So I, I, I'm, I'm right. And as I said to you last week, no, so far you're not right. <laughs> There's 37 more games. You yeah, cannot right, say cool. so far. I'm, I'm happy right. for him to drag us along, bro. Yeah. I'm happy for him to drag us along. No, I just won't uh, allow myself to think like that until because it's just going to upset me. And then by the third game, I may not be on the pod until the end of the season. Again. We we and were I, I we we, we are closer right now to the end of the season than we were before, and we're top. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so <laughs> until oh then, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, it's Lero. 
It's yeah. been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as per usual, Thank man. You, as always. Thanks for, thanks for jumping behind the mic and throwing on the earphones. AB, questionable contributions, yeah. but... <laughs> questionable. What, what, what I've got one do? more questionable yeah. contribution. I need to shout the new cities because, bruv, we have not done it in a while. Oh, so you know what? Quickly. Run that, I'm not going to test your yeah. debatable yeah. knowledge. Your debatable knowledge of the world. Carl's um, more well travelled than you. He is, he is. He's got more money. And Navista. <laughs> He's got more money. Shout out to you guys both in Sweden. We've got the Swedish Mafia on board. Give me, um, give Turin, me, give Slovakia. Me. Give me. Give me a ginger from Sweden. Uh, Barrow hey. AK. Uh, that was in the States. We've got... Bengaluru in India and with a lot of hits over the last couple of months we have Santo Domingo Esti in DR Dominican Republic so shout out to you guys thank you for joining us on this journey are you sure this is, are you sure this is not Carl are you sure this is not Carl just guys <laughs> it could well be Carl he's been MIA <laughs> it could be Carl man it could be Carl where are but, you um, mate Thank you very much for, for listening, you guys, from all over the world. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, as you know, you can find us on Twitter, our pod, you already know where we're at. Um, if you are listening on Apple or on Spotify, please leave us a five-star review because we only give you five-star content, so you know it makes sense. Um, Lero, again, thank you. Andrew, thank you very much. I've been Kwabna, and we're top of the league, guys. We're top of the league. We can still make some more signings. The window's not closed yet. So smile, man, because the sun always shines on the shelf side. Nero, please run the outro.